Welcome to Real Talk for Real Teachers by Conscious Discipline. I'm Latoria Marcellus, and I'm a mom, a teacher, and a practitioner of Conscious Discipline. Now, normally you hear Amy chiming in with me, but I am here by myself today because she is busy crisscrossing across the country doing what she does best, and that is training. So today, we have a special episode in store for you. But For those of you who don't know what Conscious Discipline is all about, Conscious Discipline is an adult-first, transformational, trauma-responsive approach to self-regulation. It integrates social and emotional learning, equitable school culture, theory and practice, research, and brain-based discipline practices. All that to say, what Conscious Discipline really does is it helps adults learn how to self-regulate. They can then take that gift and share it with their students. And then together, they create this school family, which provides a safe place where learning can actually take place. Like Amy, a lot of Conscious Discipline trainers get to travel around the country and meet amazing folks who are practicing Conscious Discipline in unique and beautiful ways. So today, we're going to bring to you a conversation that Dr. Bailey had on one of her travels with a dynamic mother-daughter duo, Nicole and Allie from Texas. It's not often that we get to hear from children about the impact that conscious discipline has had in their lives. And if you don't believe this stuff can help, well, I'm just going to stop talking and I'm going to let Allie and Nicole tell you about the impact that conscious discipline has had on their family. So today we're here with some excitement because we have a mother-daughter team. Uh, Nicole and her daughter Allie are joining us today and they're gonna share what they do individually uh, and then what they do collectively in regard to conscious discipline. So Nicole, if you tell me, what are you doing now? What is your job besides beautifully parenting? (laughs) I'm the Texas Rising Star Mentor for the Northeast Texas Workforce Solution. Um, And I go into daycares and help those teachers be better teachers. Wonderful, and what is this, the Texas Rising Star? Tell me just a little bit how that goes. It, um, there are daycares that have the Texas minimum standards right. they have to follow. And then above that, there's Texas Rising Star. You can become a voluntary um, center if you accept child care subsidies. And then we go in and we work with those um, teachers and directors and help them up their game. And then they are assessed and they can become the two-star, three-star, or a four-star facility. And if they get a two-star, three-star, four-star, do they get more subsidy or anything? Yes, yes. For each star level, they get an additional amount that they oh. would receive. Okay. And Allie, tell us about you. So I know you're in seventh grade. Yes, okay, ma'am. so start there. Um, I'm in seventh grade, and... <laughs> well, do you have any brothers um, and sisters? Yes, I have... Three sisters and one brother. And where do you fall in that order? I'm kind of in the middle. I'm the second to youngest. Second to the youngest. So so something happened. Your mom, I know, has been to many <laughs> conscious discipline trainings over the years and started and started changing as she went back into the home. And and could you tell a difference? Yes, ma'am, I could. You could? And what was that difference for you? What did what was your perception of what was happening? It was like she wasn't getting angry and we didn't have control over her anymore. It was she yeah. was calm. She was calmer. And the interesting thing you just said is when she was angry, 
you and your siblings, I'm assuming? Yes, ma'am. Felt you had control over her. Is that true? Yes, ma'am. So how? So when she got out of control, you felt like you had all the control. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You know, sometimes because sometimes parents think if I just get angry and if I spank you and if I yell at you and if I do these things, I'm quote teaching you a lesson, right? And it did seem like she taught you a lesson, but the lesson was what? That we had control over that, her. That you had control over her. Fascinating. And very honest, I may add. And very insightful. Very insightful. So as that happened in your family, did you, could, did the fam? tell me about that. So this was, what year was it you kind of felt the difference? It was when I was in the third, or I was, yeah, I was going into the third, and I started to notice that she wasn't getting angry, and she was just talking it out softly with us. And she would give us a consequence, but she wouldn't yell at us. Yeah. She would be like, you have to give me this, or you have to go do this, and you're going to do it. It wasn't like, you're going to go do this now. It was like she would give us a choice when to do it. You can do it now or you can do it in 10 minutes when you calm down. And it just started to change how we looked at things and how she acted and my dad acted, really. Oh, your dad jumped on board, too. <laughs> it slowly, she had to, like, kind of teach him more, like, you've got to do this yeah. because he wasn't catching on as fast as we were. But <laughs> he definitely caught on and does it now. And so that, then it, your whole family kind of shifted. Yes, ma'am. And tell me about that shift. Did this shift feel, was it awkward at first? First it was kind of like an awkward start, like, whoa, what happened? Did you, like, find something out that we need to know? But, and then it just started to become more like reality, like, we're going to start doing this. So in that little transition period you're talking about that I called awkward, was it scary at all? She scared me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was very scary because my sisters didn't like really get control of her. So you're watching your sisters? Yes, ma'am. And so your sisters couldn't get control over your mother anymore and you're like, uh-oh, <laughs> yeah. All right, so tell me then, what's the feel in the house? The feel in the house before was, before was, you started conscious discipline was? It was kind of like, we got in trouble a lot because not every kid is good. Yeah. And <laughs> it kind of changed because she used to like, go do this now, go to your room. And then it drastically changed to her just like calmly, you can do it now or you can do it 15 minutes when you yeah. cool off. Or Yeah. And then the feel, though, did y'all get, did, did the whole family kind of feel different? After a while, it started to like, I don't really know what it felt like, but it was definitely different. Definitely different. And so now, Nicole, so you go out, so now you guys kind of partnered up. Would you say that you are, uh, uh, you approve and like conscious discipline? Yes, ma'am. A lot. A lot. So you teamed up with your mom now. So, Nicole, tell me about that. You guys have kind of uh, teamed up with your work, and Allie's actually joined in part of your, your process. So tell me about that. Um, we're doing book studies with a lot of the daycare centers, the directors and staff. They come in, 
and we kind of double team um, whenever we're doing like the I love you rituals uh -huh. or the routines. She participates um, a lot of times when I'm describing um, how to do something. Um, she'll tune in on kind of her aspect of this is what it's like, this is what it feels like, this is what it looks like, and um, really takes a big part in participating. So it's almost like uh, you've kind of jumped on board as kind of a, a, an assistant trainer with your mom. <laughs> yes, ma'am. How is that? I mean, standing in front of these adults and, and trying to help them, how does that feel in your heart that you're helping other adults maybe be a little calmer, maybe be a little more connected with their children? It definitely is a good feeling that I can help people learn to not just, like, retaliate like. Yeah. And... I mean, standing in front of them, it's more like I've met them so many times that they all like, kind of know me, so I'm just like... You're just one of the gang. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just one of them, and you're just part of, the, part of the whole group. How exciting. And how is that for you, having your daughter with you and, and participating in this? To me, it's a big honor because um, after I started implementing Conscious Discipline, I saw the difference it can make. And to know that um, my children are doing it in the in the um, not daycares in the school districts, yes, and they're doing it with their friends, and hopefully that they can help their friends um, because of all the drug use and um, suicides and depression, There's a lot going on, all of that. She can intervene and help those children as well as the other adults. You bet. And have you run into anything like that, Allie, at school? Have you had a, mm. uh, some friends or seen some things that maybe you thought you could help a little with? Yes, ma'am. There was a few times that I had a friends that at home it wasn't very safe right. for them because their parents were always arguing, and I invited them over, and they saw that we were so happy, and they just felt terrible about themselves. So what I really just did was I told them that every, in life you're going to hit a patch and it's going to hurt, but like if you ask your parents what they're fighting about and if it's something simple that you can like try to help. Yes. And that's, and then I've come with a lot of kids trying to commit suicide and right. I think I've kind of helped on that because they really haven't done it. Good for you, and I know yes, that must fill your heart up. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Can you give her some of the that you the, that you had taught them the breathing and the choices? Um, I taught them to always give two choices because they were like their parents were arguing and their parents didn't take care of the kids, so they were doing it. And you're like, well, my brother's bad or my sister's bad, and I don't know what to do. I was like, you can always give them two choices because the choices they will have to choose one or you can choose one for them. And you give them a long time to choose. I basically just sat down and like worked it out like when we had free time in class and they came back and they were like, it helped, What what is that? And I was like, it's conscious discipline. My mom's been practicing for a good long time and it works. And she said, she was just like really happy that it worked. And so let me see if I understand this. This is really amazing what you're doing. So. You have some kids in your class that, because the parents aren't quite available for them, they're actually almost raising their younger brothers and yes. sisters. And they're getting quite frustrated with their younger brothers and yes. sisters. And you're actually teaching your peers how to, that are left in this 
parental role at their own house, how to give them choices, how to calm down. And now the peers are finding that's helpful for yes. them that are put in this hard position of raising their own siblings. Wow. Yes, wow. Just wow. And wow for you. <laughs> and how is this hearing uh, when your daughter says before, you know, there was all this yelling and carrying on and stuff. Do you got kind of fall into a pile of guilt or do you? Yes. Oh, you do. Yes. Okay. And so I, I struggle with that. <laughs> and how do you get out of that? Because I know all parents fall into guilt. How do you pull yourself out? Actually, that's what Conscious System has helped me because with my older daughter having the RAD, I was always, what am I doing wrong? Mm -hmm. You know, what's wrong with me? Why isn't, you know, this, why isn't the connection I've got with her working? Why, why me? Why me? And Conscious System, it, it's realized I have nothing to do with it. She is her own person and I'm my own person. I can only change me. I can't change them. And that has helped me so much to realize yeah, I messed up back then, but oops, another right. opportunity to practice self-regulation. So yeah. I'm just trying to develop and foster and build on those relationships now that I've learned conscious discipline and try and fix those things that are in the past because they're in the past. I can only fix the present and work right. towards the future. And have you seen a difference? Most definitely. And and, 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 and RAD is a tough uh, a, a disorder to... Yes to have and certainly to live with and to try to parent. That's reactive attachment disorder. Mm -hmm. So how has that relationship changed too with your oldest daughter? Yes. Um, there, it depends on where she is in her right, of system. But when she's where, you know, the, what, what I call her norm, yes. she, she acts more normal. Um, we're very close, we bond very well and have a great relationship. And then even when she's at her peak or her low, I don't know which one yes. you want to count it, yes. um, we can still, she knows she ha she understands it more. She knows she has to back off, but she can still knows that she can contact me, and she has contacted me during those times as well. Wow. And, so, and that's, to me, is amazing because that's that not is typical. That is not read. typical at all. And what about you and your sister? Have, have you, have, can, you're watching this as the younger mm -hmm. one, you're watching your mom with your o older sister and, and you've seen that change. Uh, how is that for you from that perspective? It was definitely scary at first because normally my sister's like getting yelled at and I was like, is mom like just tired and just slacked off or, and it was cool at the same time but scary right because mom wasn't like yelling and having all this anger that's like building up and going and it's just like it is strange. scary when 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 someone you know a family is a a whole unit you know like if you could imagine everybody holding hands real tight and you're used to holding those hands that mm -hmm. way and then all of a sudden someone starts holding their hand like this you're like What's going on? What's going mm -hmm. on? So that makes perfect sense that there would be that, that scary, that little, that transition time until you figured out, oh, it's okay that our hands move like this as a unit and stuff. So I'm going to ask then, so from your perspective, now you're going into the child care center, so you guys are kind of a, a, a little team. Uh, and from yours, Nicole, 
from a parent perspective, what are like three things if, if, if parents are watching, and, and I know there's a, millions of parents that have, in their mind, <laughs> made huge shifts that before, you know, I was a yeller screamer and all this stuff, and, you know, and we all would wish if we could go back, we'd do it differently, but that's not the case. And now they've made a change, and what are three things that you would like to tell parents about conscious discipline in general or forgiving yourself and just, like you said, start now and go? What are three major things? If you could talk to every parent in the world and they listen, what would you tell them? Learn the breathing techniques. If you don't do nothing else, that is the top thing. Yeah. Learn those breathing techniques. Create your own. Um, the other thing is um, you can't change anybody else. Nobody yeah. else can make you angry. You are you. You can only change yourself. And then the third thing is offer choices that are real choices. Not that eat or go throw it away or yeah. come with me or I'm leaving you. Two real choices. Come with me by hopping or come with me by holding my hand. Yeah. Give those th two real choices that are realistic. Right, and those are beautiful. And I love certainly the ones that once we let go of that, I can fix you or make you yes. do something. Then we get to stand back and see if I'm true with this. We get to stand back and now we get to watch our child and say, how can I help him or her? What strategies can I help? How can I maneuver me a little bit? How can I change to be helpful? How can we change a few things in the environment to be helpful? Did you find that? Yes. How can I help my child be successful and let them be successful? Not me. Let them be successful. Beautiful. Beautiful. And if you get to talk to a bunch of kids, so let's say there's a bunch of, uh, I mean, you're going in the seventh grade, but let's say maybe older elementary, middle school kind of kids. And what three things, if you had three, and I'll help you through if you don't have them, what three things would you say to uh, your peers or about conscious discipline? Definitely learn to breathe, like she said, because it does help a lot before you just like strike back. And the choices. And the choices also were very helpful, and you, I can see how you're passing that on. Even if you're like in drama, you could give them two choices, like we can like talk occasionally or we can be best friends again or the last one would probably be the it's probably just like you don't have to be friends with everyone but you don't need to be enemies with everyone Ooh, that's something that conscious discipline has taught me that you don't have to be friends with everyone but you don't need to be enemies with everyone that's beautiful thank you both very insightful and what a dynamic team. And it sounds like a lovely family. And I congratulate you both on uh, uh, your insights, your sharing, and giving of your gift. I don't think anybody's here by accident. I don't think whatever you do is by accident. I think this is, you're in the right place at the right time doing the perfect things, both of you. And how precious it is that you're a, an available resource for your friends. And uh, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing with everyone. There is one more thing. One more thing. Good. <laughs> Good. 
this is just because I've learned the conscious discipline doesn't mean I practice it 100%. Oh gosh. No. I oops on a regular basis. And because I've taught my family, they have helped me when I've oops instead of lashing out back at me. So oops is wonderful. And, and, and I, mm -hmm. I love that too. I mean, nobody, conscious discipline is not something you do. It's something you practice. It's a journey. It's a journey and it's a practice. And if you can pull it off, even 10 or 15% of the time, you're like, yeah, drop the mic, boom, I'm, you know, we've got this. So that's an excellent point. And, you know, it's like, it's not so much that we stay on the path, it's we realize when we're off mm -hmm. and we have a path to come back to. And what I loved is that you guys work together. And I love the fact that the family gets to be a unit. So if she gets off path, you can say, oops, you know, you have some choices. You can stay over there in the weeds or you can come back over here. But here's some ways to get back to where I know you want to be. And the same thing she can say to you, you're over here and you're back in your old habits that were passed down from generations. And then someone else can say, hey, mom. And you can go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And sometimes it'll take, sometimes for me, I don't know about you, sometimes it'll take one minute, sometimes it'll take 30 minutes, and sometimes it'll take a day, mm -hmm. or sometimes yes. it'll take a couple of days, but it doesn't take me years anymore. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you, guys. Any last things from you, Allie? <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wow. I, I am just tipping my hat to this young lady because Allie has done what all of us hope that we can do, and that's to impact others in a positive, meaningful way. There's so much wisdom in Nicole's relationship with her children. She really shows us that teaching them to own their own upset and their own emotions will allow them the independence that they need to really build these skills and values into their lives. And these are tools that are going to be ingrained in them. You know, it's not going to just disappear when an adult isn't looking. So a big, big thank you to Dr. Bailey and to Allie and Nicole for sharing this wonderful conversation with us. So that brings us to what is new with Conscious Discipline. This autumn, we're falling into learning with various trainings and events that have just been announced. If you want to hear more from Dr. Bailey, we just opened a new infant toddler institute in Orlando. If you are expecting or have an infant or work with infants, this is going to be the place to be for you to learn the best ways to prepare those little brains for a bright future. She will also be teaching a new workshop about trauma in October, and it's going to be October the 21st through the 22nd in Orlando, Florida. And don't forget about Elevate. It is going to be our biggest conference of the year in Louisville, Kentucky on October 13th through the 15th. Amy and I can't wait to see you there. So let's think a little bit about our celebrations that we have. Last time, we were wishing well the teachers and the students who were headed back to school. And this month, we are celebrating that you made it back. You're back in those classrooms. Learning is taking place. Our children are safe and secure in your hands. And for that, we celebrate you. So thank you all for listening. Next month, I'll be back with Amy and we'll be talking with another guest about an exciting topic. But until then, from my heart to your heart, I wish you well. 
For more episodes of Real Talk with Real Teachers featuring Latoria Marcellus and Amy Spidell, visit ConsciousDiscipline.com forward slash podcasts. You can also subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app.